The Planet Sport Rugby Podcast. Hello, Liam Flint here and welcome to the Planet Sport Rugby Podcast. Now, if you're tuning in for the first time, we're all about African rugby as we get to know the faces behind one of the continent's fastest growing sports. Now, this time around, we're treating you to a double header with two Kenyans who've recently been battling to keep the seven side in the World Series top tier. So coming up, we'll hear from Olympian Andrew Amonde on how he looks back on some career-defining moments. And also, we'll be bringing you speedster Cyprian Kuto on when we can expect Kenya rugby to return to the heights of the last few years. So we start with my recent sit-down with Andrew Amonde in London, a key figure in Kenya's recent successes and a man who led the team at the Rio 2016 Olympics. A lot has changed since then with issues off the field, meaning that many senior pros are not currently up for selection. However, Andrew recently returned to the side and I started by asking him how he's enjoying being back amongst the boys. Yeah, there's a time I missed it, but it's also difficult to come in to play with new players. It's a totally new system. We tried to adjust to some of the things that we could change and we are here now, ready to try and fix what we could not fix when they were playing. Was it nice to be away for a bit though, focus on club rugby, KCB, yeah, was it yeah. nice actually? Yeah, I, I think this is the first time I was able to just play completely for my club and successfully I would say that because we ended up winning our Kenya Cup trophy and it also gave me some time to spend with my family uh, because most of the times when you are involved with the, the servant system you miss a lot that goes through the family. So I had a lot of time with my family. I had a lot of time with my kids. And I think that is something that got me renewed energy just to coming back yeah. to share with these guys today. I feel like you've been brought in to, to make a difference, save the day. Yeah, for the coach just to decide to bring me in because I, I know I have a lot of experience. That's something that I could give to the team that they were lacking when we were not in the part of the team. And you are now a senior player, one of the oldest guys here. Yes. Do you do you enjoy that now? Lots of young guys coming through. Do yeah. you feel like you have a job to encourage, pass on what you know? Do you like that? Kind of thing? Yeah, because it, it's it's a role that I'm playing in the team because everybody looks at you, the decision of some of the decisions that we make. They have to come across you and... When you make a decision, I think they feel very comfortable when you come out and to be able to explain to them some of the things that happen and it encourages them. Also, it gives them time also to be just free and play. And obviously the squad's pretty different, lines up now than maybe a couple of years ago. Yeah. With the whole situation going on behind the scenes, are you frustrated or are you just glad to be amongst this group of players back playing, representing the flag? I'll just say I'm, I'm happy to be here to present the flag because it's a duty. Somebody has to do it. Uh, we cannot all abandon this team because this team has been the only thing that has been for us and we have achieved a lot because of this team. We've been known because of rugby and rugby needs that now and that's why some of us decided to come back and to be able to present this country. And a word for all these young guys who are coming in, yeah. do you have to see it as a great opportunity for them that maybe a couple of years ago they wouldn't have had but yeah. now the whole country is behind them. Actually, this could be a really good kickstart for their careers. It, yeah, it's a big outing for them because if we could have just stayed with the same team none of them would have made this squad because some of them have really come and they've raised their hand and they've played very well they've stood out and they've been counted among good players that will be the guys who will be able to steer this team to the next level 
for us is just to be able to guide them and to be able to give them the experience that they will get to be able to succeed. Mm. And of course, you yourself, you've yeah. seen some great things at Kenyan rugby. Yeah. You played with the greats, William Bakker, Collins Injira. Yes. How special has that been for you in the period of time you've played? Kenya's come such a long way. Yes. You've played at Olympics. You've been at the heart of everything. There's a lot that we have achieved because of this rugby, and we've taken some of the things for granted. I would say playing along people like Collins, Willie, Humphrey, it was a big chance for us to be able to build a team and it took us time and we were able to get our feet and we, we were able to get the wins because we were dedicated and we really worked hard for it and we were able to be successful. So how come a guy like yourself is here playing again but the other senior players are not yet? Like I said before, it's a matter of choice. It's whether you decide to come and help the country or you'd rather stay at the side and to be able to just look at a team drown. And that is something that is not even good for us, the guys who are going to leave. I would like to leave this team where we really found it and to be able to let it fly as, as the other guys also get a chance to present the country in this level. So from what you can see now, the group of players you're part of, does Kenya rugby have a bright future in your eyes? I think if some of the things that are going on are settled well, this team has a very good future because we have got a lot of talents back home. If given a chance and given the proper attention, we would raise a very good standard of good players and to be able to compete in this level. And if I was to say, Andrew, give me a career highlight of all the things you've achieved, yeah. where would the Olympics, where would the seven circuit be amongst all of that? Uh, what would be your top memory that you're really proud of? I think my biggest memory would be getting a chance to also lift the trophy in Singapore in 2016. I think that's our biggest highlight as a player because we've done it several years and that's the only year that we were able to do it successfully and to be able to lift the trophy. We'll keep it in our mind and it's something that we are using also to grow rugby in our country. A lot of guys were inspired from that and we got a lot of followers and we are trying to build through that to be able to get a team that will be able to do it every time they come for this tour. And when you're in a tricky spot, people often say, just, you know, keep the faith, keep going. Yes. But for you, the word faith, I know it has meaning for you. Yeah. And that you have a belief in God. So why, why is that? Why do you put your trust in God? Because everything that I think, most of the things that we have achieved in life is because of God. God has always come before us in this thing. And our hashtag, our family hashtag in this family is for God, for country and for self, and for family and for self. It's something that drives us as a team because we are all believers and we put everything in God's hands. Before we came here, we prayed and we put everything. We had a council with the church elders and we went to church and we presented our situation the way we are. And we believe God has a purpose for everybody who is here today and the guys who are here, the young guys. They can also achieve what we achieved as a team and they can build a very proper team to be able to present this country. I still pray for the fans also just to come out and support the boys and support the team because we still need the extra support to be able to push us to the next level. They have played a massive role on our our past matches and we still pray that they also will come out and still give the boys the morale that they need to also to just succeed. Okay, Andrew, let's finish with a million-dollar question. Do you reckon in the next five years... Kenya could be ranked alongside South Africa as the undisputed best seven side in Africa. Do you think Kenya are that far away? I think with a, if you we were given a proper a level playing ground, Kenya would be even better than South Africa because we've got a lot of good talent. Yeah. If we get proper management, proper systems running, I think we'll be a wild beater in this tournament. 
The Planet Sport Rugby Podcast. The thoughts there of former Kenya captain and senior pro Andrew Amonde. Now it's time to check in with his teammate Cyprian Kuto to find out what he makes of the distracting politics playing out off the field and how he's having to adjust to this new group of inexperienced players. It's always an honour to represent my country. Uh, I started with Singapore and Hong Kong because I had a knee injury. So I had to work very hard to get back into shape to make myself eligible, eligible to play. So it's a, it's a great honour to be back in the team and doing my, my part for my country. And how special is it always to put on that shirt, play for your team? You're always there, aren't you, ready to, to say yes when the call comes? Uh, I think representing your country is the highest honour anyone, any citizen can, can ever have in, in any field, representing your country. Uh, we're more than 40 million plus, so we normally say we're representing more than 40 million people back at home. So we're normally 13 who, who have been given the challenge to represent the country. So it's a, it's a, it's a great honour. Yeah, you say 40 million plus. Do you feel that pressure? Um, I think I've been in the team for eight years, and if you don't get butterflies before every game, there's something wrong with you. Yeah. So, Fair um, enough, yeah. The, those butterflies are what drives you. It's, a, it's a, just driving hunger. Because every time we put on that shirt and step on that field, we, we have one goal and one goal only, is to go from one ruck to one pass to one try. Uh, we build. We, we normally say we take the small boxes, uh, and eventually we will, we will achieve our, our team goal. And how frustrated are you at the minute? Because if you take out all the politics behind the just you guys playing, if you had all the players available to you, you would not be in this situation, would you? You wouldn't be fighting relegation. So does that frustrate you that you're you could do so much more than this? Okay, in the modern world, eh, poor, we used to be told we are not, to be seen, not to be heard. But if if things don't go right. It, it trickles down towards the, the from from the top end. It trickles down out to the management, to the players. So I won't say it's an ideal situation, but you do what you have to do. Because at the end of the day, once you're in that tunnel, I'm not going to tell my opponent that I have a, I have, I have a lot of problems back at home. Yeah, so yeah, take it easy now. So we forget everything that is behind us. We come and put our best foot forward. And if our best foot forward is not enough, we come back home and strategize and tell we 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 give our feedback because it's a chain of command. Give our feedback to the management. The management are responsible to give us give feedback to what is the conditional environment for us to perform. So essentially, if, if, if it was in a perfect situation, because we came from a very good standing last season, making two back-to-back finals, very good setup, then a few changes here and there disrupt the whole thing. They normally say if something is working, there's no need to change it. But um, it's not my duty to say this is what is right, this is what is wrong. My job is to to play to the best play of my best. ability. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So what needs to happen in your eyes for Kenya Rugby to get back to the top end of the table? Is it an easy fix? Yes, I don't think it's a big problem. Um, if we leave the politics out of the playing unit and we, we do what is required, so we give our part, there are the other the people who are in charge of uh, producing a conducive environment for us to perform, do their part, and I don't think they'll have there'll be a problem. So now they ha- they can now demand from us what, what what is expected. Right now it is a it's a push and pull situation, which is not ideal. So it, it trickles down also now to what, what you're saying because we're playing well, but we're not playing to our efficient to our efficient best. And that's the problem now. It's cutthroat competition. Every team comes here prepared to win. 
So if you're not prepared to win, you, if, you do, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. So what's the personal aim for you? What are some of the big goals that you've got? Obviously, Olympics, qualification would be amazing. What do you think bigger than that? Are you thinking 15 Simbers? Are we just thinking sevens? What's, what's on your radar? I've had a long season. Uh, I made my debut in 2012 under Mike Friday. So I've been in the system since 2012. So this is my eighth season. Yeah. Uh, I played 15s. I've won the car, car 15s also. So I have touched base in most, in most all, all areas. So my, my main goal is to make the Olympics. That's one goal I have not achieved. So my main focus is for qualification in November. Then moving on forward, uh, cement my place in this team uh, and hopefully qualify for Olympics and play in the Olympics. Then from there we can move on. So in a way, you're looking forward now to wrapping up this series, getting off this season, then start again fresh. Are you looking forward to a, a clean slate? Hopefully things will be resolved back home and you can go again. The good thing about sevens is you get to have a chance to, to do it all over again. So if you lose one game, you still have a chance to redeem yeah. yourself. So this season has not been the best. So we we have one one aim is to remain a core, core team status. So that's one that's our first main goal. Then we can re-strategize, go back home, strategize now moving on forward. So I'm not looking forward yet to the end of the season. I'm looking forward to achieving our goal of retaining our core status. And I'm sure you'd agree, you've got some of the best fans in the world. They're massively proud of you guys. They'll support you. They travel all over the world. What message would you say to them? You know, tough times at the minute. What would you say for, to encourage them, inspire um, them? Uh, all I'll tell my Kenyan fans is um, keep on the love. We, we highly appreciate it. Because we feel like we're back at home. Every time we step on the pitch and we, we hear our fans outside. So we tell them don't, don't lose the hope. Uh, we we will be working on our side to fix fix a few issues that we have back at home, so that we can be they can be proud to say that the Kenyan fans. Yeah. What's the best thing for you being a, a Kenya sevens player, being able to do this, go to hotels, travel, see the world? So many people back home would love to do that, right? And they can't. So what what makes that so great for you? Um, Travelling the world yeah, is an eye-opener yeah. to just show how insignificant I am as, as a human being. I might be big back at home, hopefully. I, I, we, we feel like we're big back at home, but once you leave, once you leave your, the plane and you leave your airspace, you find out that you're very insignificant. So there's a lot of stuff I've learned, a lot of culture that I've learned. Um, I've learned to respect other people through through understanding their cultures. So it's a very it's a great eye opener, and it's a driving force for all these young kids back at home too to open up because it, it is the perfect way to enjoy the world. Yeah. So as you get mobbed back home, is it like local I'd, local hero when you touch down? Depending how you've done. Yes. Um, is Kenyan fans blow hot and cold because they demand a lot from us. Yeah. Because they already know the the standard that we can set. So if we don't achieve it, they'll let, they'll you, let know. you know. Yes. Yeah. So, and if go, I, I take it as a challenge because they know what we can produce. So I take it as a challenge. I don't say it is it is, it is that they they're not they're not loyal. Loyalty is someone who's going to tell you the truth. So if you're not doing well, they tell the truth. If you're doing well, they tell the truth. Yeah. And for you guys as a squad, there seems to be quite a good link. A lot of you have a faith, and God has a big role to play in that. Does that make you a tight unit? Do you think it helps you become better rugby players? Because other teams don't have that edge that you guys have. Um, faith plays a uh, critical role in our, in our team. Um, we come back. We come from a country where it's, it is it's, it's Christianity and Muslim and other um, Hindu. We, we have many religions, uh, yeah. but we're very religious. Um, we respect other people if they're not religious. We have some players who are not religious, but um, they fold in, and you see the importance that it plays to each, each and other players. So it is it's very key. To religion is very key in, in our setup. Yes, it's our driving force. The Planet Sport Rugby Podcast. 
Okay, that's us for this week's podcast. A massive thanks to Shuja, players Andrew Amonde and Cyprian Kuto. Now, remember, if you'd like to receive the podcast to your phone each week without having to lift a finger, then you can. All you have to do is drop us a WhatsApp message on plus four four double seven zero seven double seven six seven nine zero. That's plus four four double seven zero seven double seven six seven nine zero with your name and where you are in the world and we'll add you to our communications do join us for our next podcast where again we'll be getting to know one of africa's best in the world of rugby and if you can't wait that long if you'd like to listen again you can go to itunes spotify soundcloud or straight to our website which is planetsport.tv and there you can catch up on our previous episodes in the series and we've also got two other programs planet sport for the all-round sports fan and planet sport football africa but until next time i'm liam flint and you've been listening to the planet sport rugby podcast which is a passion for sport production